It's been thousands of miles I've roamed And all I'm left with is this dark as my home Oh, yes, I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Oh, I'm just sitting on the dock of the Reading classic sitting on the dock of the bay, Laser Lloyd, Israeli artist, and that was recorded in Tel Aviv. Bruce Horns beyond undercurrents with sidelines, and remembering Janice Joplin with Cry Baby from Pearl. Hey, it's Undercurrents. I'm Greg McVicker, back with Andrew Bird. You're tuned me. to listener supported community radio KBOO, Portland, Oregon, in the beautiful Willamette Valley. Hello, I'm your host, Donald Altman, and welcome to Pathways, where you are invited to join us for a visit with leaders in personal and cultural transformation. We've all struggled these past few years with worries of health issues surrounding the pandemic, of course, and that in addition to daily life stress has taken a toll on many. So this being the beginning of a new year, I wanted to bring on a special guest to talk about health and well-being and how you can invite that into your life every day. You know, I've had lots of different healers on the program. I've had shamans and dream incubators. Today's guest is an MD, but he's not practicing the traditional kind of medicine you might expect. To help us explore a more integrated and patient-centered form of healing is Dr. Jeff Horacek. For almost 30 years, Jeff Horacek has spent most days helping people transform their health. Board certified in internal medicine after graduating with honors from the University of Oklahoma Medical School, he served as chief resident at Providence Portland from 1995 to 1996. For Jeff, Medicine is actually part of his heritage. His grandfather was a respected family doctor in rural Nebraska, and his mother was beloved uh, registered nurse in rural Oklahoma. And through them, he learned that the healthy connection between doctor and patient is the real foundation for all healthcare. Dr. Horacek found his true passion while attending a functional medicine conference in 2015. Then in 2000 and then in 2020, after months of intense preparation and study, he became an Institute for Functional Medicine certified practitioner. And, and the letters for that, if you're interested, are IFMCP. And we're going to talk more about functional medicine, but what makes it unique and stand apart from traditional internal medicine protocols is its whole person approach. So instead of reducing someone to a singular diagnosis or a symptom, 
Functional medicine views the body as an entire interrelated biological and spiritual system. What's more, it seeks to understand patients in the broader context of their lifestyle and life choices. Uh, one of the topics today's program is why this is important, especially when treating patients with complicated, unrelenting chronic illnesses, such as IBS, autoimmune disease, cardiometabolic issues, and hormonal imbalances. Dr. Horacek, uh, he co-founded the nonprofit Board of Mindful Medicine PDX. It's an organization that provides mindfulness training and weekend workshops for healthcare providers. He also served on the board of Living Yoga, which uh, helps individuals overcome personal challenges through mind-body practices. In 2016, Dr. Jeff, if I can call him that, relocated to beautiful Hood River with his wife and business partner, Heather Nielsen, LPC. Returning to uh, small town life, he enjoys uh, his time outdoor in nature and loves living in proximity to nature's natural wonder, the Columbia River Gorge. Well, it's an honor and a pleasure to have Dr. Jeff Horacek here with us today. Hello, Jeff, and welcome to the Pathways Show. Well, thank you, Donald. It's my pleasure uh, to be on your program, and I'm always happy to talk about transformations. And <laughs> well, I, I'm, re I'm remembering that's uh, how you and I originally met uh, when Heather and I uh, did a podcast named Transforming Diabetes. And I was a guest on that program. That's how we met some uh, quite a few years ago, actually, now. Yes, it's been a long time. Well, and it's been wonderful to see your evolution and as a healer. You know, I, I wanted to start with a quote that uh, is from a 20th century world teacher named Krishnamurti. I don't know if you're aware of him, but he said, uh, it is no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And he might be talking about, about our broken healthcare system. He could be talking about a lot of things. I know that you feel our healthcare system, our medical system is broken in some ways. I was hoping you could address that and then talk a little bit about your journey into uh, functional medicine. Yes, I, I'd be happy to discuss that, Donald. You know, I discovered, uh, unfortunately, in a very difficult way, uh, you know, just how challenging our health system is nowadays. You know, it was after about 10 years of completing my residency, and I had become completely disillusioned uh, with the practice of medicine as it was, just because there was so much emphasis on, uh, you know, seeing as many clients in the office a day as you could. And there was never really enough time to uh, address the, the real reasons that people were coming to the office and uh, some of the health issues that were uh, present. And unfortunately, you know, that, that's certainly not good for the people that were taken care of, but it, it especially is not good for the providers that are working within this health system that uh, creates a moral injury, I believe, uh, because if, if we're all there uh, to try to help people and we're not able to do that, it, it's a double injury. And I, I've become very disillusioned uh, with, with that system. And I was on the verge of uh, getting out of medicine altogether. And, you know, it create, created a lot of imbalance in my life because as a, a young uh, father at that time, I found that I was uh, spending too much time away from my family. 
that led to marital difficulties for me and uh, eventually a divorce. And uh, and then, you know, when, when it rains, it pours. And mm. I started having my own health issues and then had to access the healthcare system and found it very dissatisfying and belittling in many ways uh, where, you know, the, some of the health concerns I was experiencing were not being addressed and there, there really weren't any answers, uh, only suggestions about, you know, taking this pill or that pill, but not really trying to get to the root of the problem. And so it was through my, my own, uh, uh, you know, suffering that eventually, you know, I, I discovered the need that uh, you, I think we all have to try to find a way to find balance in our life and find a, a lifestyle that will benefit our health. And in, in discovering that for myself, then I started to have a better understanding of what some of my clients were going through. And, um, and I think that led to me uh, searching for a new way to practice medicine. Well, so why, why do you think we become so oriented toward just finding a, uh, give somebody a pill, right? Get yeah. somebody, just relieve that symptom. We become very uh, symptom oriented, it seems like to me. Yeah. the. Uh, I've heard some people describe this as name it and blame it and then tame it, you know? So <laughs> yeah. we, it, that's a way uh, uh, the traditional medical medical practice is designed is to make a diagnosis and then, you know, come up with a, a treatment, which is usually some form of medicine. It does make sense to get a diagnosis, but uh, I think we have to dig a little bit deeper to try to understand, you know, what is leading to imbalances in a person's body that then results in some type of disease process. And, uh, you know, we one of the great challenges of our modern society is that of course, food is abundant and, uh, you know, we're not dealing with as much uh, food insecurity or starvation as uh, historically has been the case. But the problem is that our food system is sick as well. And, you know, there's an overabundance of calories in our society, but there's a, a, a deficit of nutrients in the food that we eat. And many of the chronic illnesses that we see in our medical practice are, are su such that we will not be able to prescribe our way out of the health crisis that we're in. Mm. These chronic illnesses require uh, time to understand what a person's doing with their diet and lifestyle, to understand what their sleep habits are and their ways of managing stress. And when we can focus on those foundational parts of a person's life, then we can start to see some changes in a person's physiology where there's more opportunity to uh, come to a better resolution of many of these chronic health issues that we're dealing with in our practice. How many people are dealing with these issues? Do you find um, what percentage, for example, that, that you see are dealing with chronic health issues and how is this kind of an, a hidden endemic that we are experiencing? It, it is clearly an endemic. You know, I think you could uh, uh, 
get a, a sense for just how severe the problem is by understanding that two thirds of our population are overweight or obese. And that's you know a, a good mm -hmm. indication of metabolic imbalances going on in our health. So uh, some people say that 90% uh, of people in our country, in the United States, are dealing with some form of insulin resistance and metabolic imbalance in their body. So it, it is definitely endemic in our society. And yet there isn't a, a solid way of training our new health providers how to deal with these issues. Uh, and most of the emphasis up to this point has been trying to uh, pr prescribe our way out of a, mm. a, a crisis that we will never be able to treat these issues with medications alone. So that's interesting that, uh, so the training that you get as a traditional MD doesn't include core issues of the you say metabolic imbalances. I, th that is true. I think if I, I look back on my, my medical school training, and of course I've been out for a long time and I'm hoping <laughs> it's, I'm hoping it's improved, but I look back when I was in medical school and out of four years of medical school training, I think I can remember one lecture on nutritional approaches to dealing with health. Really? And uh, I don't even remember what they talked about at that lecture. You know, I just remember there was one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, in much of what I've learned, uh, you know, as I was going through training uh, through the Institute of Functional Medicine, uh, there was a tremendous emphasis on our diet and lifestyle. And uh, when I started to incorporate these things into my practice, I started to see some transformations in the people that I was helping to care for their chronic illnesses. And, and, and once you see people start to uh, get traction with their efforts and start to feel better, and they're coming back and reporting this uh, wonderful progress, it is, it is um, a, a tremendous experience for them and for the health provider. And it, it creates a more and more of a, a partnership that allows for, for more uh, uh, success to come. So instead of you know having the negative spiral downward, it becomes a virtuous spiral upward. And mm. it's so rewarding. Oh, I like that. Is there um, maybe a example you could give maybe somebody who came in to see you and how their health really transformed. Yeah, you know, I, I was just visiting with one of my clients uh, recently this past week, uh, who's in his uh, early 70s. And he was somebody who has been dealing with uh, some chronic digestive issues. And in my opinion, one of the most over prescribed medicines in our country are uh, acid reducers. Mm -hmm. Because it's much more easy uh, if you only have 10 minutes to visit with your client in the office and they're coming in with some gastrointestinal symptoms uh, to suggest that you put them on a pill that's going to reduce their stomach acid and uh, the hope being that that will resolve their issues. But it's, it's uh, rarely that simple, you know, because 
if people are having these digestive symptoms, maybe there's some issue with the food that they're eating. Maybe there's an unrecognized food allergy or sensitivity or uh, that their digestion is not working properly. But when we give people an acid-reducing therapy that uh, is so potent that they're not producing acid, then I guarantee you they're not going to digest their food properly. Mm. And, and that we're learning more and more that that shifts the bacterial community in our colon from one that is a, a healthy, thriving community that has a symbiotic relationship with humans into a type of bacterial community community that can start causing uh, uh, imbalances in our body that promotes inflammation and symptoms. So, so in this situation, sometimes the, the answer is to get people off of their prescription medicine and then try mm -hmm. to focus on a dietary approach that will be a nutrient-dense diet and starting to uh, deal with some of the gastrointestinal symptoms by uh, supporting their digestion. Maybe they, they uh, need some uh, digestive enzymes or maybe their uh, stomach symptoms were related to the fact that they weren't uh, making enough stomach acid and they need a little help mm. with that. But in this gentleman I saw um, this week, he was coming back after about three months of working with us where we were able to get him off of his acid reducing medicine, get him on some digestive enzyme support and help to re replete some of the vitamin and min mineral deficiencies that had resulted from the chronic acid suppression. And uh, he came back uh, to me this week telling me just how wonderful his vitality was doing and the fact that he's able to take walks up hills in his neighborhood that he was struggling with in the years prior. Mm, that, that's really a beautiful story. And it does illustrate that our body is a system. You talked about a community of uh, bacteria. And so it's a very different way, it sounds like, of of working with people and, and looking at how um, the different systems in our body biological but but also interestingly i found uh the spiritual aspect uh and how that is interrelated so maybe you could talk a little bit about the systems approach yeah you know one of the the people that i've admired their work uh, tremendously there's a physician uh dr leroy hood who uh, is uh, a quite accomplished physician and scientist in his own right uh, I, I believe he had his training, uh, his undergrad training at uh, Cal Poly and then went to John Hopkins. And he was a, an integral uh, part of the team that helped discover the human genome. So breaking the human genome. But he uh, developed a, a, a different uh, approach to human health called systems biology. And it's looking at the human as a highly integrated biological system where things that happen in one part of our body are interconnected to things uh, throughout the body. And in the conventional medical approach, things are uh, compartmentalized. So if you mm -hmm. have a lung problem, you go see the pulmonologist. If you have a gut problem, you go see the gastroenterologist. 
If you have joint issues, you go see the rheumatologist. But with a systems biology approach, we're looking at how all of these systems are connected. And um, if you can take that approach, then you're going to have much more success uh, solving the imbalances that are going on in a person's body. And where I received my training at the Institute for Functional Medicine, you know, that is a, a core principle is, is looking at the human body as a highly integrated biological system. And underlying that in, at the foundation of a functional medicine approach is really trying to uh, partner with the person that we're helping in the office and understanding that, as you mentioned, the spiritual component, everybody has their own, uh, you know, philosophies and spiritual approaches that define their life. And if we can't understand what those uh, approaches are for the individual that we're helping, then we, we are likely to be less effective in trying to partner with them and developing a, a path forward for them to find in, uh, to find balance and vitality with their health. One of the things that strikes me is uh, that this approach might ask of a patient to maybe make some different lifestyle choices. Well, that's not always such an easy thing for someone someone to undertake. So how do you how do you help them uh, on that particular journey? That is a, a wonderful question, Donald. And it's interesting, you know, in my previous practice before I started practicing functional medicine, I found it even more challenging because, you know, it, it was harder to sync up with some of the clients I, I was working with. And I think just because I, I didn't have enough time to really understand who they were as a, a, a person and their philosophy and approaches to life. But as I moved into our present day practice, now I find that the people that are coming to our clinic are seeking us out because they are already highly motivated. And mm -hmm. so that was a big shift. But there, there is, uh, you know, in the world of psychology, which, you know, I know you're very aware of this and know it much better than I, but something called stages of change, you know, that's an approach where when we're starting to work with people, you know, we're trying to understand at what level of activation they are towards working on whatever health condition. In our current situation, most people are, are more highly activated, but not always. And so it is important to recognize where a person is and then start with them at that point. And then those levels of activation can grow over time. And honestly, one of the, the, the best tools that I've learned uh, is uh, understanding the principles of health coaching better. And more importantly, you know, partnering with team members who understand these principles much better than I and are you know very helpful for uh, you know helping our clients. So so my wife Heather is a, a, a certified certified health and wellness coach. She uh, you know is a counselor, mm -hmm. and we have a integrative nutritionist that works with us. 
Our nurse practitioner who's in our clinic, she's also been trained in health coaching. So I think having partners that can help with our clients and then using these core health coaching principles can help us meet people where they are. And then just sometimes we make just very gradual uh, movements with our clients. Sometimes people can make tremendous changes over a short period of time but it's, it's, there's no one way that fits everybody's situation. Yeah, I, I know that um, mindfulness is part of your own personal practice. Oh, by the way, I should mention that I, I've been to see you as a, as, a, as a patient and I never experienced a physician who uh, was so present with, uh, with me as, as you were and also uh, displayed a lot of compassion and, and caring. Um, and it, how is your mindfulness practice a part of that for you? Well, well, Donald, uh, mindfulness was a gift for me that just transformed my life. And it was at the time after I had been divorced and I was on the verge of leaving medicine, the thing that I credit for keeping me engaged and, and trying to find a way to do things differently that has helped my practice to flourish was mindfulness. You know, I was at the, the depths of my life uh, and uh, a, a, a nurse friend of mine had suggested to me uh, looking into mindfulness and maybe some mm -hmm. type of mindfulness retreat. And I did go down that pathway and it uh, allowed me to learn about self-compassion. I, I didn't realize mm -hmm. it at the time, but I had a, a wicked voice in my mind all the time, that inner critic, and I didn't recognize it as such, and it was creating so much suffering in my life. And through meeting people, uh, mindfulness teachers, and other peers in uh, the uh, medical field that uh, also were on a similar journey as me uh, in learning more about mindfulness, it, it truly transformed my personal and professional life. And so much so that uh, together with uh, several other health providers and mindfulness teachers, we, we formed a nonprofit in Portland called Mindful Medicine PDX. And, and by the way, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to another retreat with this group this weekend uh, to, you know, continue to cultivate that practice. And I think when, you, when we can heal ourselves and, you know, feel peace within ourselves, that's when we're going to be able to do our best in taking care of our loved ones and our clients in our medical practices. And, and so I think the, the glue that holds everything together for me in my functional medicine practice and in my personal life is mindfulness. Well, that's beautiful. I was gonna ask you to, to share a one brief thing you could leave us with, and I think you just did that. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'd love to talk more, Jeff, and I wanna thank you for being on the show. There's a lot more we could explore, but we've run out of time. But I want to be sure to tell our listeners about your website, and that is healthyconnectionshr.com. And that's healthy connections, one word with HR at the end. That's Hood River. That's that right. right. Yeah. Dot com. And that's where you can learn about uh, Dr. Jeff's work and uh, his practice uh, out there. And um, 
Uh, you might even see him win wing foiling, right? That's right. That's my new joy practice. <laughs> One of his, yeah, which is wonderful. Uh, so for those of you who tuned into the Pathway Show late, this is your host, Donald Altman, author of several books on mindfulness, including my newest, The Simply Mindful Coloring Book and Simply Mindful, a seven-week course and personal handbook for mindful living. Information about my books, courses, and CDs can be found at mindfulpractices.com. In a second, I'll tell you how you can rewind and replay this interview whenever you want via the internet or as a free podcast. Today, we've been visiting with Dr. Jeff Horacek, a functional medicine healer and a doctor and a fine person, I want to add to that. Um, I want to say thank you to all our listeners for tuning into Pathways, which is broadcast and streamed via KBOO-FM Sunday mornings at 8.30 USA Pacific Time. Podcasts of today's show, which you can listen to and forward to others, are available for free at divination.com, and that's spelled divination.com, as well as via iTunes and other free podcast servers. This is Donald Altman reminding you to tell your friends about Pathways Radio and Podcasts. Thanks again to Dr. Jeff Horacek and to all of you listeners for tuning in and being a part of the Pathways Conversation.
KBOO Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBOO in accordance with the requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about